Welcome to the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast, episode number 46. Welcome to the Smallholder Food Development Institute podcast, where we serve up truth so that you can build the profitable, sustainable food business you've always dreamed of. Now here's your host, Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. We are, of course, broadcasting live on the Proofing Box Facebook group, which is so much fun. I'm so glad that you could join us. And if you are not at a bare minimum on the Proofing Box Facebook group, why not? Come join us, my friends. So much fun. Um, I go live all the time. I do the podcast once a week on Thursdays at a whole variety of times. And we have a ton of fun. And that is how you get to hear about all the good stuff going on around here at the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute and Deergo Food Safety. So first thing I'd like to do is it's that uh, time of the year where they're, they're scooting around algorithms on the podcasts and that sort of thing. And so on your, whatever you listen to your podcast on, on Spotify, on Anchor, on iTunes, on whatever, if you could go leave us a five-star review, it would make a huge, huge difference in the algorithms. So that would make, um, that would be awesome. And I would love you so much. I love you anyway, but I would love you so much if you did that. Um, so anyway, so thank you for joining us for the podcast uh, today. And today is going to be a super interesting day because today we are talking about, uh, we're, we're, we're talking about calibration. Okay. And calibration um, comes into thought work in this really kind of crazy way. All right. And I'm doing this as preparation for our work in October. So I'm bringing you some of the work that we're going to be doing in the power group in October. And our work is all around changing your past. Okay. Because most people feel like it is, it is so much easier to build the future on the past that the past is known, but Folks, is it really? Because the past is colored by our thoughts and the feelings that come out of those thoughts. So we talk about thoughts and feelings and all that sort of stuff on the podcast fairly frequently. And I know that right now you like live in fear and anxiety about so many things at work because that's what you guys tell me. I get on the phone with you all and there's so much anxiety and we've really conditioned ourselves that this fear is normal and it really isn't. And in this podcast, we're going to move from fear to confidence and empowerment. And we're going to do this by doing a lot of thinking and by working on this small but super crucial standard operating procedure or SOP calibration. If my friends, you can get over your story about calibration, it will show you how you can do anything in your life. It's a weird promise, I totally get it, but trust me, how you show up for one thing is how you show up for everything. Mm -hmm. 
when you're out there and you're trying to solve problems for customers and you're trying to put awesome food out into the universe, you are all doing the absolute best you can. And that's why I tell people that no matter the past, you are always in the exact right place to be doing this work. Trust that. Trust that you're, you're in, you've done everything exactly right up till now. And what we say around here using the proofing box framework, which I, you know, I went over in, and you can see the video from Friday the 16th, uh, that we analyze our past by asking what happened. So, and when you have an issue at work, you can either tell yourself what should have happened, or you can stand in your integrity and with a acceptance and compassion, look at the issue as it did actually happen. Most businesses who come to me are chained in a painful story about their past and what it means about their current situation. They're chained to a story about their regulators, their audits, their profitability, their employees. Those painful stories, my friends, are completely optional. And you can change this story. Um, you, you could want to believe that your past has made you strong, that it's made you capable, and that it's given you all the tools you need to deal with your present. What if you went mining for that evidence and asked yourself, how did my past make me capable, capable and strong? Um, because when you mine for the evidence that everything that you've done in business up till now has prepared you for today, you will find that preparedness and you'll retell your story, no matter what it is, in a way that ultimately serves you. And that gives you thoughts that build feelings of positivity and strength and they, they feel wonderful and they energize you. You get to decide what you bring into your future. And here's the best news. You get to leave behind anything you don't want to bring with you. It's over. The past is over and it has no power over you. And you can release it forever and move on. And if you notice that anything from your past is causing you pain, it's because of the story that you're telling about it and you get to change that story. You might not be able to change what happened to you, what an auditor did or how somebody treated you, but you get to change what it means to you like right now. There is no work that has had a bigger influence on me than changing the story of my past, changing what it means and how I wanna focus on moving forward taking strength from my past, but not the stories from my past. I highly encourage you to do this practice, and I highly encourage you to do it through the very, very small lens of calibration. So let's look at this through the lens of calibration. And I'm doing this because calibration and accuracy checking and those SOPs and stuff, they fall by the wayside so frequently with my customers. And 
believe me when I tell you how you show up to one thing is how you show up to everything. And so if you are not showing up to your calibration SOP, you're not showing up to other things in your life as well. Believe it or not, calibration and accuracy checking are a great microcosm to do the work of changing your past. A great number of people look at calibration, see it as, yes, it needs to be done, and then, because that thought needs to, like, makes them feel terrible, they probably go and do a whole bunch of other things that are not, you know, like, actually calibration. There are other things in the business, and they feel useful, but they're not calibration. And they, all those other things, they feel super useful, except for the part where the calibration never actually gets done on time. It doesn't get done efficiently. You keep reinventing how to do calibration and accuracy checking. So let's fix all of that, my friends. Let's fix that right now. So first, I want to start with some definitions, of course. Accuracy checking and calibration. That's the first thing that we're going to do. Okay, so this accuracy checking and calibration are the work you do when you use an instrument to measure something. This can be done every day, every week, every month, every quarter. A lot of this tempo is dependent on what your manufacturer says, what your regulator says, and what the consequences will be if the calibration isn't done well. Because of course, the instruments that you're calibrating are the instruments that are doing your monitoring and you have to know whether your monitoring is accurate. That's why we do calibration checking. In contrast, actual calibration, and I know, you know, even I'm guilty of this, we use the, change, the, the terms interchangeably, accuracy checking is not calibration, calibration checking is not calibration. Calibration is done usually once a year back at the factory or by a technician that is certified to calibrate your stuff. So an extremely easy example, especially for like my retail folks, is weights and measures from your state department of agriculture sometimes, um, your health and human services, it just kind of depends on how your state's organized. They come and they use certified weights on your scales because of course you have to, you know, if you're, if you're selling something by the pound, that has to be, that has to be accurate. So they will come usually once a year and certify. That's a calibration step. Very few places can do calibration on their own, okay, unless you have certified technicians and that sort of thing. However, you do accuracy checking or calibration checking on your own all the time. So how do you actually go about doing this? Well, first you're going to find a list or create one, my friends, of everything in your place that needs to be calibrated or calibration checked, all right? And you're gonna list all of that stuff out. So what is that stuff? It's all your thermometers, it's your dosimeters if you have them, pH meters, hydrostats and hygrometers, water activity meters, scales, any other equipment that is associated or measures anything associated with a critical limit or with a preventive control or with something like your refrigeration, which if you fail at it, doesn't create the conditions to create safe food. If you don't know what those things are, bring those questions to the proofing box <laughs> and I'll be happy to answer them, okay? 
And frankly, it's these two steps right here where the story of your past is going to come slamming into you and your team. Um, you've maybe never looked into this and it's never been a problem. You don't have time to do it. Your boss has never asked for it. The FDA has never asked for it so, because the USDA will ask for it. There are so many reasons from your past to not show up to this work, right? Um, and when it comes down to it, you'll be asking the question of why should I? It's a great question. The truth is, is you don't have to do this work, right? Whether you do this work with a focus on the future or you do this work as if you're grinding your teeth is completely optional and completely up to you. And one of the best ways to dive into your cauldron of should is to ask yourself the question, why the hell should I? And one of the best ways to get out of that cauldron is to choose to do the work. And that's all the difference in the world, right? Because if you try these couple of thoughts on for size, um, I can choose to create a calibration program that works for my company. Try that one on, like putting on a hat. Think that thought and think how that feels. I have to create a calibration program that works for my company. Try that thought on. I have to create a calibration program that works for my company. How does that thought feel? I mean, it's an incredibly subtle difference, right? Just a couple of words, but notice how those words make you feel. When you choose to do this work, you are choosing a new future based on a new way of thinking where you stand in your integrity. Because isn't it your integrity saying that this work means a new future for your company, even with just this one standard operating procedure? Maybe learning how to show up to the work with this one SOP around calibration is going to be what teaches you to show up to all of the work. Next, you need to decide what needs actual calibration, all right? And then you have to figure out how you're going to send it out, you're going to schedule it, or you're going to replace it. You need to scour your critical limits and make sure that the accuracy check verification steps of your critical limit is written well, written at all, written well, and you're actually doing it, all right? I know that sounds like a lot of work. It's a lot of nitty gritty work. This is the exact reason we're talking about this right now because this is where you convince yourself that the documentation and the work of food safety is completely overwhelming. But how you show up to calibration and accuracy checking means something if you allow it to. Allow it to mean that you can create your future from your future. Join us over here on the proofing box, fill out an application, join us in this work, come into the power group so we can work on this together. It will truly change your business and it will truly change your life. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Be sure to join us in the proofing box, a private Facebook page for food producers filled with valuable information and technical tips. Grow your business by learning from people just like you, all under the guidance of a food safety expert.